like this one or like the next one. It'll be that, and that'll be it. You know, you can't, you don't reproduce services, right? It's one time. The same people are, it, it probably never happened again that all the same people will be in the same room at the same time, right? Hearing the same word and expecting the same way. So we want to, we want to keep our expectors up. We want to, we want to get everything that the Lord has to get out for this meeting and to help not only ourselves, but to help others. Amen. Our, our heart should always be that others are helped as we are. Amen. And it's, it is who we are. Amen. How many know love is who we are? We're children of love. Therefore we are love. And we're not—we're like water. We don't have to be wet. We are wet. We don't have to get wet. We're wet, right? We don't have to get love. We are love. If we—if we'll just be who we are, we'll love. Amen. That's what we'll do. And and when we love, our faith will work. Amen. Amen. Our, Our faith will work, and it'll work in such a way that it only glorifies God. Amen. And that's how we want it to work anyway. Amen. Amen. That was all free. You get that for free. Probably heard it before. You hear it again. I may say it again next time I preach. I like it so much. Open your Bibles to 1 Corinthians 8. Let's look at something for a bit and stir ourselves up. How many know it's important to stir yourself up? You know, a lot of times people just think if they go to church every Sunday, they'll stay stirred up. But, but you won't. You won't. Fact is, one time you might go to church and they'll say something you don't like and it'll unstir you. Right? I don't know if you've ever been unstirred before, but it's it's not good. You don't want to be unstirred. You want to be stirred. Right? And and if when we let and that that's why it's important to pray because when, when we pray about these meetings, we're not we're not just praying for it to go well and us to watch it go well, but for us to be a part of making it go well. Amen? Us to be a part of making sure the things that God wants to happen actually happen. Amen? Because, you know, a lot of people say, well, that that doesn't really depend on it. It depends everything on us. This is a body. We're working together. Amen. Right? I want the little toe to work. I want the little fingers to work. I want every part to work together to accomplish this thing. Amen. And if we do, when, let me rephrase that. When we do, Amen. when we do, we will see things. We will see the moving of the Spirit. We'll see the things that God wants that's on His heart. How many just want to see what God's got on His heart? Amen. Right? You, you might, you know, sometimes we have this preconceived notion of what should happen. You know, what we would like to see in a meeting. How, how many just like to see what God wants to see in the meeting? Because that's what, I mean, if I can see the heart of God, that's way better than anything I can imagine. I want to imagine the heart of God and see the things He wants. Amen? Glory to God. 1 Corinthians 8, 1. Thank you, Lord. It says, Now as to touching things offered unto idols, we know that we all have knowledge. Knowing something ain't really that big a deal, is it? I mean, he just said we all have knowledge, right? Everybody knows something, right? And then probably everybody knows something you don't know. They could tell it to you. The only way you could receive it is if they said it in love. Amen? 
Doesn't matter what they know. It's how, it's how you how you give it. What you know doesn't mean anything until you give it the right way. Amen. That's that's why when when you see Brother Moore come up here and he's and he spent time in the Word and because he's putting it out of himself through love because he loves people he loves you he loves me he and and God's loving us through him and that word that comes out is 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 life changing because of the way he received it and because of the way he gave it. Amen. And so the knowledge received can be put back in love and be given in such a way that everybody that hears it will be changed. Amen? Every person that hears it, they may say, well, I've heard it before. If it's this time it's going to be said in such a way, through such a heart. Amen? Because love will say it different every time. Every time. Why? Because it'll add something to it. It loves eternal. It never says it is a growing, moving, living thing, and it's eternal. And every time it comes out again, it comes out something different. Amen? Amen. And, and, that, and that's what we're looking for. It says, knowledge puffs up, but charity, love, edifies. Love is a builder. Amen. Love is an encourager. Amen? Amen. Love will never discourage you. If, if somebody says something to you that you don't like and they say it in love, they can say it in such a way you could receive it. They can't make you receive it. Amen? Uh, no one can make you. Remember the, the ten spies that didn't get anything? There was two of them that said, they said, only don't rebel. What, they, they were loving these guys. You know, God, God is pleased with us and, and He's given this into our hands and, and, and only don't rebel. Just don't rebel. What are they, what are they he is encouraging them like crazy right now. He's, he's reminding them of what God said, what God gave to them, what God wants for you. And He's reminding He's trying to encourage them to get out of that funk and get back to where God put them in His Word. How many know that, that book right there is a whole book of encouragement? There is nothing discouraging in the Bible. If you were discouraged by something it said in the Bible, it's because your flesh didn't like it. It's a whole book of encouragement. People say, well, what about when it says, turn the other cheek? That doesn't sound very encouraging. That's the most encouraging thing ever. Why? Because you couldn't do it without love. right? He, he's giving you the ability to do things you couldn't do before you started. Amen? Amen? That, that's a whole book. Every word of God is an encouraging word. If, you, if we'll receive it, it will it will take it will take root in us and it, and it will produce and it will build. It will never tear down. It'll take away, but it'll put back. Amen. And and when when the, and when we get it in us, we can become builders. Right. You may not be a, a contractor, but you could be a subcontractor. Right. For the for the big contractor, right? That'd be the thing to be, wouldn't it, Rob? Yeah, you could be you could be the subcontractor that he sends out to build up some, another part of the body or another part of what he's got going on the earth. Because love only builds up; it only encourages; it only brings people higher. Not it doesn't tear them down. Amen. Amen. Now, if you're doing something you ought not do, it takes that away, and your flesh may not like it. But if you'll do what he says, you'll be built up. Why? Because love said it. 
It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't a secret. So love edifies. That's what it does. It cannot do anything else. People say, well, yeah, that means it's going to be sweet all the time. No. No, sometimes love grabs you by the nap of the neck and says, stop that. Why? Because you're in a dangerous place. And it loves you too much to see you go further. It's not where you want to be. Love is, is perfect. And whatever situation... Well, think about this. In, uh, what was it, in Timothy? Where does he say reprove, rebuke, encourage? Be, be instant in season and out. Right? Preach the word. Be instant in season and out. I got it somewhere here. We'll just... There it is, 2 Timothy 4, verse 2. Preach the word, be instant, in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke. You ever notice that it seems like a lot of people are more into those two words than the next one? Right? Yeah, a lot of people want to reprove you and rebuke you. How many just want to encourage you? Right? Because that's what exhort means. I want to encourage you. I want to beseech you, do this. Go this direction. Do it this way. Paul said it over and over. I beseech you, brethren. It's the same type of word. I beseech you, brethren. Do this. What's he saying? I can't make you do it, but it'll be really good for you if you do. Amen? It's a book of encouragement. God said even his commands are an encouragement. What's he saying? If you do it, you'll live. But he can't make you do it. How many people are not doing God's commands? If he could make you do them or, or wanted to make you do them, then he would make you do them. But why wouldn't he? Because no love involved. Right? No love involved. If he builds it in love, it's going to be built out of love. And everything that comes through it will be love. Amen? And, and so, so, you know, you get a lot of people that want to reprove you or rebuke you, but not a lot of them just want to encourage you. And, and that's, that, that's what the Word will do. It will, it will rebuke you. Has, has anybody ever had the word rebuke you? And you didn't even need anybody else to tell you, did you? You just read the word and said, ooh, I'm not doing that right. Or maybe, or maybe Brother Morris preaching a message. You go, oh, ow, get off my toes. Huh? That's called, that's called getting reproved and, and convicted and convinced of something else. Amen? But sometimes, as brothers and sisters in Christ, our biggest design with the Word is to encourage one another. When we encourage one another, we can pull people out of a place they didn't want to be anyway and bring them back and bring them up to a higher level. You're not not giving them faith. You're encouraging their faith. Amen? How many know that you can't encourage without faith? You can't do it. Everything you do for God takes faith. If you encourage somebody without it, it won't work. Why? No faith. Right? Romans. I'll show it to you. Romans. Everything we do for God, you'll do in the proportion to your faith. Romans 12. Romans 12, verse 6. It says, Having then gifts differing according to the grace. How many know that encouraging is a grace? Every person in here, how many have the grace of God in their life? You're an encourager. Nobody, there's nobody that's not designed to encourage. Why? Because it's a gift of love. It, it's, it's the builder-upper of love. If, if you're down 
and need building up, love will come along and build you up. It will encourage you. It will bring you to a better place. It will take you higher than you were. That's that's what it does. It says, having gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion to the proportion of of faith, or ministering, let us minister, let us wait on our ministering, and you could add that the end of that verse according to the proportion of your faith. You're not going to minister any further than your faith. Brother Moore's taught on this, not even that long ago. Amen. And you go down at the very first of verse 8, and it says, Or he that exhorteth, look at that in the NIV. He that, does it say exhorteth in the NIV? No, he that encourages. Then give encouragement according to the proportion of your faith. You're going to do, you're only going, in other words, if I just walk up to you and I just start saying words, you know, a lot of people do it all the time. They'll say, ah, I don't know if I can do that. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Can, did, did you say that in faith? Or are you looking at the situation and you're saying, I don't really know if they could do it either. If you're doing that, you're not in faith. It doesn't matter what you say now because you've got, you got to be able to say it in faith. You've got to be able to say, you can do this. You can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. You can. And you've got to have the faith that you want them to come up to. Because you're speaking to their faith. You can't have faith for them. You can have faith with them. Amen? Amen? That's important. Remember uh, Moses, and, and, the, and he tells Joshua, we've got to go fight Amalek. Amalek, is that his name? That's what we're going to call him. <laughs> That's, that may be the hillbilly version, but it's Amalek. <laughs> right? But, but, but he says to Joshua, you go round up some men, and you're going to go fight I'm going to go up on the hill with the rod of God and you do the fighting. So he goes up on the hill and Aaron and her go with him. Well, Aaron and her go with him and he's raising his arms. As long as his arms are up, right, Israel's winning. But he gets tired. Did you know people get tired? You know what they need? Encouragement. They need encouragement. They need somebody to say, come on, come on, let me help. Let me help. Well, he didn't say, let me do it for you. Moses didn't say, here, Aaron, you come raise your hand. Why? Because he's got to do it with Moses' faith. This was Moses' call to do this. Aaron and her are there to help. They are encouragers. Amen? Amen. Moses didn't call them and God didn't call them to come sit in that place. He called them to come help who sat in that place. Amen? How many know that when we serve God in this meeting next week, we're called to help who He put in that place? Amen? Amen. Amen? Yes. We're called to help who He put in that place. And when we do, it will encourage Him. It will encourage her. It will encourage God. It'll, it'll be an encouragement to God. That's why. Because His people did what they said, what He's told them to do. God's never encouraged when His people... What, what did He say when he, they didn't do? He said, they'll never enter. They'll never enter. They'll never enter in. They'll never enter into my rest. Why? Because they can't. That's, that's not something he's encouraged about. But, but Moses raises his hand, and Aaron and her, they come alongside, and they say, and he's tired. And he's not just tired in his arms, he's been standing. So they put a, put a rock under him. He sits down. 
One gets on one arm, one gets on the other. And I don't know how long that battle took, but that now all of them had to raise their arms. Amen? Amen. So he's got two encouragers and, and, one, and, one, and one man called of God to do it. Sometimes you just need somebody to help keep your arms up. Sometimes you, I'm in the battle. I'm, I know I'm winning. My arms are getting tired, but I know I'm winning. And somebody comes up along beside of you and they say, you, you got this in the name of Jesus. He strengthens you every day to do what you're called to do. He's, he's called you to do this. He said you'll make it. Amen? He, he's, he's already healed you by His stripes. And, and, you, and you start giving them the Word by faith. And your faith is now encouraging their faith. And now they're, they're growing and building and they're coming to a place where they now can receive. Why? The, how they, Israel received victory when Aaron and Hur held up Moses' arms. Yeah. Encouragers are important. Yeah. Let me read you a testimony. Got a testimony here. It's a good testimony. How many know at the, about, the, about the end of last year, December, January, Karen knows because she was in it every day with me and others. There was many people that we had in Branson. We had 44 or better people at one time dealing with COVID, many in the hospital, many not getting good reports. And God gave us a grace in that season to encourage not just us, but the people in the church to encourage, to call each other, to check on one another, to, to, to hold somebody's arms up that's maybe about to go on a ventilator. Amen. People say, well, I wonder why they got that way. What'd they do? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like those people, like when you do give them an encouraging word, but they feel good and they say, I don't know why you're encouraging me. I feel fine. Take the word. You know why I ask people how they are? I want to give them an opportunity to say something good. I ask almost everybody how you're doing. And when they say good, well, blessed, I say, I thought so. Amen? Amen. Why? You're giving somebody a chance to confess what God says about them. They are well. They are blessed. They are, they are overcoming. They are in victory. They are going to make it. Everything that they're saying, they are because God said it first, just like Rob said earlier. God said it first. He's never lied. Amen. See, we can be assured He's never lied and we can be assured the devil's never told the truth. <laughs> Ever. If He opens His mouth, a lie is coming out. If God opens His mouth, truth is happening. Amen? If He says I'm healed, who am I to argue? Stupid, if I do. Full of stupid, if I keep doing it. I need to get rid of stupid and receive. Amen? At the end of last year, I I tested positive for COVID. On January 1st, my oxygen level dipped to to the end of the 80s. Knowing about the positive result, I had a faith buddy that called to check on me. And when we let him know what was going on, after giving a little time, we felt it was best to go to the ER. My faith buddy stayed in contact and was hooked with, hooked in faith with us. Hooked in faith with us. Got to have somebody starting in faith. They can't hang on your faith. Got to get them in faith. 
If, if he could have hung on, on Jesus' faith, Peter would have never sunk. Jesus said he could. So it wasn't Jesus' faith that didn't make it there, right? It was Peter's. Amen? We want people to encourage our faith. We don't want to try to get people to have faith for us. How many ever did that? I did. I'm like, can, can you just get mom to pray? I just know it will happen if mom prays. There, there's a season where you can do that, mom. There will be a season where they say, no, he's, he's grown now. He needs to do it himself. Glory to God. We felt it was best to go to the ER, and my faith buddy stayed in contact and was hooked in faith with us. Praise the Lord. I wasn't admitted, but I was sent home that night with a portable oxygen tank. They anticipated I would be on oxygen for a few weeks, but but I took it off after only five days and never put it back on. Praise the Lord, I was getting stronger every day. Throughout this time, my faith buddy texted me, us, they texted us a new scripture every morning, which brought such encouragement. Now remember, you can't just text a scripture. You got to text a scripture in faith, Amen. right? You know, you don't just don't just go. Okay, that one. And then you get Jesus wept. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that must be it. No, God will give you those things. If you're searching to encourage somebody, He'll give you something to encourage them with. If it's not a word, it'll be an action. It'll be a smile. It'll be a hug. It'll be an act of kindness. It'll be. He, there's a million ways to encourage one another. Amen? And if, if we choose to do it, we're built to. He said, this is my commandment that you love one another. What's he saying? This is my commandment that you encourage one another. My, my, my commandment is that you edify one another, that you build each other up, that you take each other to a higher and greater level in me. That's my commandment, a new commandment I give unto you, that you edify one another. That's what, that's what we're designed to do. We're, we're, we're new creatures in Christ designed to help each other. We are the body of Christ, Amen. and we're designed to love each other. Thank you, Jesus. And when we love each other, we build each other up. Amen? Amen? Glory to God. Throughout this time, my faith buddy texted us a new scripture every morning, which brought great, such encouragement. We would start at the top of the, th- of the text thread. You know how if you keep them, you can just have as many scriptures to stay on there. And we read verses out loud multiple times a day. And I got stronger and stronger. By Sunday, January 9th, I was ready to go back to church. But when I woke up that morning, my right arm was completely numb from the elbow down. In my right hand, I couldn't move it at all. I decided to start getting ready for church. But as I was up and around, I realized I didn't feel good. And I decided to lay back down. My wife prayed for me, and I went to sleep. When I woke up, my arm and my hand were completely normal. I was thankful for that, that that was over, and I went about the rest of the day. That evening, my wife and I were sitting on the couch talking when numbness came back, this time starting at my right shoulder, going all the way through my arm and hand. I could feel it happening, but there, was, but there were no other symptoms. We prayed again and went to bed for the night, but in the morning, I still had no movement or feeling. Fear, fear immediately tried to overwhelm me. I'm a musician, and the thought came over and over that I would never play again. That morning, my faith buddy, who had no knowledge of this situation, texted the scripture in Isaiah 41.10, fear, fear, fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yes, I will help thee. Yes, I will uphold thee with thy right hand of my righteousness. 
A word in season. We, what did it say? Preach the word in season. You don't have to be in a pulpit. In fact, is most word that is preached will never be heard from a pulpit. Amen? Amen. Never be heard from a pulpit. It'll be heard out of your mouth or somewhere out of your text. This, this in fact, was a text. A word in season. We felt led to take a step and go to the doctor. They didn't think they had an opening for a few days, but the Lord gave us favor and we got in. We got an appointment for the next day. The doctor asked that I have a CT scan done, stat. But it was non-conclusive. The tech wanted to move forward with an MRI, but we were unsure and decided to wait. Saturday night, my speech slurred noticeably and then my vision distorted. Within a short time, it passed, and I felt fine again, but my wife decided it was time to go to the ER. How many know it takes faith to go to the doctor, too? Amen? It takes wisdom, and it takes faith. You don't just say, well, I'm a believer. I don't care if I can't move. I'm in faith. Do You know what? Saying you are in faith doesn't make you in faith. If you were in faith, you wouldn't have to say you were in faith. You, you, well, you know, I've done it. I know. I'm trying to convince myself. I'm in faith. I'm in faith. I'm in faith. Faith, faith, faith. I'm in faith. I'm in faith. What? I'm in faith that I don't want to go to the doctor. <laughs> so really what you're saying is I'm in fear. I don't want to go to the doctor. If you go to the doctor in faith, it can only help you. God won't lead you wrong. He's never led anyone wrong, ever. Amen. Glory to God. In a short time, I felt better. Admitted, uh, where, I, where was I? With a short, uh, my vision distorted. Within a short time, it passed. I felt fine again. But my wife decided it was time to go to the ER. Immediately, they admitted me, and after more scans and an MRI, discovered that I had had a few strokes caused by COVID. I was sent home after a couple of days with a referral for an occupational therapist for my arm and hand. At that point, I couldn't hold on to anything with that hand, much less something as small as a guitar pick. A lot of that first week was spent resisting fear that I'd never play again. I stayed in the Word and watched God's Will to Heal series. One morning as I was reading my Bible in the ESV, my eyes landed on Isaiah 38:20. The Lord will save me, and we will play my music on stringed instruments all the days of our lives. At the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. That's another word in season, isn't it? God, it? You know what? God sends people to encourage, and God's the ultimate encourager. Amen. He is love. If He gives you a word, if it doesn't encourage you, you heard it wrong. Listen to it again. You heard it wrong. Amen? Glory to God. I kept watching God's will to heal and added fighting the good fight of faith. And told the Lord that I wanted to do something every day that I couldn't do the day before. I went to my occupational therapist appointments every week, and they saw improvement every week. They they, they would tell me just keep up what you're doing, what what I was doing. But what I was doing wasn't so much homework they gave me. It was God's word at work. In early February, Brother Moore had a word from the Lord to watch. To, to watch about settling for things after you've been through a rough situation in your body or finances. You guys remember that? It wasn't very long ago. Yes. Amen. He said, he said, you can be completely restored and better than before. Amen. Right? Actually, when I see this man, I tell him that every time. Amen? Thank you, better than before. I'm sure 
that the word ministered to a lot of people, but my wife and I knew it was for me. I picked up my electric guitar and I started to practice. It was rough at first, but I knew the Lord said I would play again, so I kept practicing. Feet to his faith, right? Amen? You got a word of encouragement, do what the word of encouragement says. Said it would play, he would play again. Start doing what it says. Kept practicing and it got better and better. By April, I was ready to go back on the praise team schedule, playing in the house of the Lord. I was so thankful to be playing electric guitar, but acoustic rhythm guitar was still an issue. The word, the word of the Lord gave through Brother Moore kept coming back. Don't settle better than before. Hang on to those. When, you, when, when a word comes, especially from the pulpit, from, from, from the head of the under-shepherd or whatever you want, of this church, and that comes through and you receive it, don't let go of it. Because what the devil's going to try and do is get you discouraged. Because discouraged people aren't encouraged people. Right? And like if you say, oh, I'm pretty encouraged. Yeah, I feel encouraged. I got a little encouragement. I mean, I'm encouraged. You're not encouraged. Encouraged people, they're excited. They're expecting. They're they're done with whatever the devil said when he said it. They just look at him and say, all you do is lie. Right? And what we ought to do is say, thank you. You just confirmed God's word. Right? (laughs) Because all you do is lie. Thank you, devil. That is so. Thank you for confirming God's word. He's a stupid, stupid devil. Well, not being able to play the acoustic guitar was not better than before, so I picked up the guitar. I picked that guitar up and started practicing. It was challenging and wasn't enjoyable to listen to at first. But my wife and I would remind each other that we weren't stopping short of better than before. God is so faithful, I just played at healing class for the month of November on the acoustic guitar. Glory to God. Now, here's the part I want you to get. Our Faith Life Church family was such a blessing as we walked through this. My faith buddy texted a scripture to us every day for weeks on end. There were times he had no idea the specifics of a particular day, but the scriptures he sent directly spoke what we needed at the moment. Friends stayed closely in touch stood with us in faith, offered to take care of our, our dog, to take us to the grocery store, to take, to, to take my wife somewhere after visiting hours in the hospital, and the list goes on. We were blessed with a check for $1,000, which took care of all the medical co-pays, deductibles. Every one of these friendships, faith friendships, <coughs> started either on a service team or at a home fellowship What a difference it makes to be planted in the house of the Lord. We are so thankful for all the Lord has done. He was so good to us. Glory to God. The the things that we do as a body of Christ, you you cannot put a price. They're priceless. If you wake up one morning and somebody comes across your mind, send them a text. Give them a call. You know, if, if you don't know them that well, see if you can find out. And, and Right? Yeah. You know, and, and it's good that if you know somebody that's, that's hurting or got something going on in their life, it's good that you call the church and let them know. But that's not all God told you for. If you knew before the church, you should have been encouraging because you're part of the church. Amen? Amen? 
It's time to send a text. It's time to call. And, 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 and don't call and say, tell me what's wrong. We don't need to hear what's wrong. We need to get in faith with what's right. right? We don't, we don't want to hear what the devil got over on you. We want to hear what the devil's come, or what the, what the Lord is bringing back to you. Amen? Because we are a body. We are designed to edify one another. If somebody's going through something, and don't, don't get me wrong, I don't want you to listen to this wrong. Listen to this as somebody who's not going through something. Even if you're going through something, listen like you're not. Because you want to know the best way out of your going through something is get in faith with somebody else that's going through something. Why? Because you can't think selfishly and get God's best. Amen? Amen. Ministering to others is what we're designed to do. We're designed to build one another up. And, and when we take the time to minister to somebody, no matter what the condition of our life is, and people say, oh, I just couldn't do it. Well, now you can't. You're right. Because you're so discouraged, you can't encourage. But if you love, you can edify. All you have to do to get out of your funk is to begin to love. To begin to be wet like water, love like God. Amen? And be what God created you to be. And when you do that, you'll start doing things through that love and you'll make a difference in people's life. Amen? And I mean, I, I, I know for sure we were calling these people every day. You know why? Because it is not easy to be in the hospital now. It was really not easy to be in the hospital then. I don't know if anybody in here was in the hospital during COVID, but it was a lonely, dark place. And if you were in there, you knew the word, so you had some encouragement, but you were thankful for every word of encouragement you got. Every person we saw come out over and over again. Next week, more came out. The next week, more came out. Next week, more were well. The next week, they were back in church. And I remember the first day I saw this man playing on the platform. It was awesome. It was awesome. Why? Because... God did that for him. God, God used the body of Christ to, to come together and, and brought, brought the head in with the word that, 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 that kept him going to a place where he could receive better than before. He's still receiving it. Amen? It'll get better than before. Glory to God. But but that's the things that we got to look for. God gives us things in our heart at all the time. To to he'll, he'll put a name or he'll, you'll run across somebody that you just you you hadn't seen in a while. It's not ch- by chance. It, it's a God incident, not a coincident. It's a God incident. And, and when God brings those people in in front of us, let's not just write it off. Say, oh, that was weird that we saw them. We haven't seen them forever. It wasn't weird. It was good. And not only did we we want to see them, but you want to give and receive. Maybe they had something for you. Amen? People say, oh, they've been out doing things they ought not do. You know, <laughs> that's not encouraging. <laughs> I remember when I first came back to church after I hadn't been in a really long time. And we went to a church that we knew a lot of people at because... We grew up there when we were kids. 
So I thought, well, we'll go to that church. And I sat down, and one of the guys sat, sat next to me said, Ooh, I better, I better move over. Lightning might strike here. You know, today it's funny because I refuse to be offended about things. But that moment, it really wasn't very funny to me. Right? It wasn't an encouragement. Right? If somebody's going through something and they're coming out, let's give them all the encouragement they can to get all the way out. Amen? Let's get our faith with theirs and let's be mutually encouraged. Let's mutually encourage one another's faith like Paul said in Romans. Let's, I want to mutually encourage you, you mutually encourage me. If we're always looking to encourage one another, we won't have time to be discouraged, first of all, and, and we'll always be strong. We'll always be strong. When you're building somebody up, you're strengthening them. You're, you're, build, you're bringing them to a higher and greater place, to a stronger place, a place where they can stand. Amen? Maybe they were in that place, but they were wobbly. So they were like Moses. You grabbed one arm, her grabbed the other, and you started right. That's all you got to do. What, what are you being? A faith buddy? A part of the same body that they're a part of? Well, what if they don't go to my church? They're still a part of the body of Christ. What if they don't believe like me? Still a part of the body of Christ. You know, I got brothers and sisters, and they don't believe everything I believe. And they're still my brothers and sisters. We don't fight. I don't try to make them believe what I believe. Actually, most of them believe pretty close to what I believe anyway. But I wouldn't, I mean, we just love each other. Guess what? We're brothers and sisters. You know what we should do? Just love each other. If somebody says something that doesn't hit us right, you know what the best thing to do? Love them. Just, just walk away and say, I, that probably didn't mean what they said. And if they did, they don't understand. They're, they're such great people. I just love them. Amen? There's, there's no time. Offended people are discouraged people anyway. Right? And, and if you try to encourage them, they'll say, I don't need encouragement. I don't even know why you're calling me. Why you, don't text me anymore either. Because I'm fine. I'll be at church Sunday. Thank God, because we're going to need you in the choir. <laughs> we're, we're designed by God, recreated in His image. We're, we're created in the image of love. To, to, to edify and build up, to, to encourage and push forward and, and, and join faith together. And, you know, I don't know where to end this because I didn't even go off any notes. But when we show up, when we show up somewhere where somebody else is or when our text comes through, they shouldn't say, I wonder if I want to read that. I wonder if I should answer that call. They should be excited to see your name come across their caller ID. They should be excited to see you walk through the door. They should, they should be thinking, that's what I've been looking for. Why? Because you didn't just walk through. You walked through with a smile. You walked through with love. You walked through with kindness. You walked through with faith. And you came there merely to lift them up and to build them up and, and to help them stand. And their arms were tired. And you grabbed them and you said, here, let me, let me help you for a while. And, and you got them out. Amen? And, and you brought them to a place where they could receive. And, and that's, that's, what, that's what we do for each other. That's what we do as a body. This week, we'll prove it. 
Don't let one thing distract you, discourage you, uh, offend you. I don't care if you think, well, we never did it that way before at the churches I ever went to. doesn't matter. Do it exactly the way God showed the Moors to do it. And you'll stay part of the body. There will be no schisms. There will be no problems. There will only be us encouraging one another to, to be strong and to go on and to refresh and to, to be hospitable and, and to do what God's called us to do. And, and we'll do these things with such a passion because that's how people know us, by our love. He said they'll know you by your love one for another. They'll know you by your building up of each other. They'll know you because you never threw anyone away. You never gave up on anyone. You never quit on anyone. You never said they're too far gone. You stuck with it. You held their arms up, and they're in victory now. Glory to God. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Lord. Thank you.